Hello, happy shiny people and Jerry in Kazakhstan. Hey, Jerry, my boy. We are here for a, a special episode and not because of the people being featured, although they are very special. In fact, I would call them specialists. They're the voices where you know what you want and you bring them in to do it. No, this is a very special episode because I'm eating pizza in the background and little Crabsworth over here is getting over COVID. So let's hope we don't die. Me by choking on my own food and Crabsworth from COVID. (laughs) So first things first, uh, let me just say, we're not being monetized, thank God. So I could say this, COVID sucks. If you've never had it before, you don't understand, it sucks. I know I'm lucky I have a mild case of it that I'm getting over right now, but it's, it's literally the worst. Do yourselves a favor, take care of yourselves however possible. If you have COVID, you can get it again. If you have COVID, you know what it feels like and you don't want it again, trust me. It's a piece of trash. All right, so on that topic. Who we doing? So I have three lined up, which, you know, is much less than our, our wonderful Ladies Night episode, which we oh. are hoping gets greenlit into a movie because we kind of need that movie. OK, I just want the scene of uh, Tara Strong and Cree Summer just walking up to the <laughs> just walking up to the bar. Oh, I want the whole thing. You're saying you don't want the stretch limo. Oh, no. I, oh, no. I want, I want the stretch limo, but if I could just have Cree Summer and Tara Strong just drink, that 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 will be my movie. I don't care. <laughs> um, so we touched on this with Ladies Night because I tried to do a variety of of voices, and one of the ones that we touched on is when you want a certain voice, when you want a certain thing, this is the person you go to. And we saw that with examples like a bunch of the um, anime voice uh, actors who do dubbing. They come in, they do it. That's what they're known for doing. Um, And you saw it with like very distinct voices like your Kathleen Turner or your Lily Tomlin. Like you you want that voice, you get that person. So these are three voice actors that are examples of that. And I tried to do a bit of a, a variety with my three. So without further ado, uh, person we're starting with uh, is known for sketch comedy, is educated from Yale University, has been on TV, film, theater but is very well known for voice acting work and in particular video game um, work distinct voice has done it all and when you want this kind of voice this kind of performance this is the person you go to and I am talking about Phil Lamar Uh, okay and here's the thing that you were incredibly uh, broad with yeah. all of that. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> so, so like there. So, <clears throat> the first thing you need to know about Phil Lamar is uh, he's done a little bit of everything, man. Um, he was in uh, Mad TV. He's done a lot of voiceover. We will get to that, uh, of course. And uh, 
new video games as well. He has done a tremendous amount of stuff. Um, Phil Lamar is somebody who, at least in my mind, is, believe it or not, underrated. Um, because he can do, he's a lot more versatile than you think he might be. But he is known very, very much for what he's done and what he's done very well. You can look at uh, performances like Samurai Jack, of course. Uh, you, <laughs> you can look at um, stuff like uh, Carver Descartes from The Weekenders, uh, his work on uh, DC Superhero Girls, and pretty well with any of the uh, DCU to kind of get that idea of what he can do and who he is. Um, to be perfectly frank, I don't think I can go into um, a lot of what he can and can't do because he can do a little bit of everything. Um, incredibly versatile talent. That's what I will say about Phil Lamar. Um, I can't remember who it was that he voice doubled for, and it's going to drive me nuts now. Um, Oh, that was it. That was it. It was Chris Rock. Uh, he voiced double four, and he voiced double four as the uh, voice of Marty. You can't tell the difference. That's how talented this guy can end up being. Um, of course, you know we can look into Hermes and Futurama, and uh, you know. Can we about- can we talk about the fact that he connects um, Nicole Sullivan and? Oh, oh my god, he does. <laughs> uh, and shoot, his name's escaping me right now. I'm so sorry. Limo driver? Yeah. John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. He connects them because he's worked with John DiMaggio famously on Futurama. <laughs> and then he and Nicole Sullivan, Mad TV. Like I can just uh, I can just imagine him going into the uh Futurama tapings and uh like DiMaggio coming up to him and he's like Okay, look, I got this new gig. It's called Kim Possible. You you ever work with a Nicole Sullivan? And he just looks and he's like, <laughs> brother, you are screwed. Here's moonshine. Uh, here's, moon, here's moonshine. You're going to need it. All right, 20 years down the line, you are going to be a limo driver for this woman. And you've got to be ready. Wait, how the hell am I going to be lit? Just trust me, man. <clears throat> no, Phil Phil Lamar is very versatile. Like this oh, yeah. is somebody does, who's he does coming a little in. Bit of everything. Yeah. He comes in, he does his A game, and he spans various performance styles, voice styles, genres, like the whole nine yards. So it's and I have him as a specialist because oh. if you want to be like, I need a solid performer that I can fit in anywhere. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's Phil Lamar who, in a nutshell. That, that's who you're going to. Um, so actually, it's uh, funny that you bring that up. I just remember this, and I don't know why. Thank you, COVID brain. Uh, Phil Lamar once did an interview where he said, uh, I was brought in to voice double uh, Casey Kasem because for whatever reason, uh, Shaggy got sick. 
and uh, he ended up coming in doing all of Case Designs. It was, it was really good. And by the end of it, uh, they got a call. They'd be paying him, but Phil Lamar's work as Shaggy would never, ever be shown to anyone because <laughs> Casey Kasem came back. And he was feeling a lot better in time for recording, so he came in, did his lines. They allowed uh, Lamar to sit in. Sorry about that. They allowed Phil Lamar to sit in. And um, he said, there is something um, that uh, I hate as an imitator, and that's coming in and watching the original do his stuff because he does it so well and so much better than you do. (laughs) But that is a good compliment. Oh, yeah, no. Because as you said, like, Phil Lamar has doubled and you don't notice. Yep. Which which is a big deal. I uh, kind of want to hear Phil Lamar Shiggy Rogers. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Um, do you have any other tidbits about Phil Lamar? So, here's the thing. Um, first of all, I know him most as uh, Carver Descartes for The Weekenders. Uh, he was uh, basically much like um, Arlene Sorkin was to Harley Quinn. He, uh, his work inspired um, the release. It was a limited episode run or a limited issue run of comic books called uh, Static Shock. And I don't know if you've ever seen Static Shock as a TV show, but it's basically Phil Lamar and uh, somebody else who could probably fit into a specialist category all on his own, Jason Marsden. Um, basically being Phil Lamar and Jason Marsden as kids turned up to 11. It was just a lot of fun, a lot of positivity. And if you uh, want a positive role model character, Static Shock is your guy. Uh, That being said, man, uh, Phil Lamar, he is fantastic. Student of the game and um, thank God for him. That's all I'll say. Um, And I do agree with you, Um, underrated. I feel like when you talk yes. about Phil Lamar, you can be like, oh my God, he's amazing. But it's not, he's not one of those automatic people that, no. that you see get listed no. off. And here's the thing, I'm guilty of this too, because uh, I will go through uh, when I'm when I'm reading anything or doing anything and thinking to myself, okay, I'm a jerk. If I had unlimited funds, who would I pay up the butt to come in and do this uh, recording for me? Never once is it Phil Lamar and it should be. Uh, he's really freaking good, but uh, he's not—he's not the person that I think of when I think of uh, pretty well anything other than his work is you know Samurai Jack or Hermes. But him as a him as an actor, it's not the first person you think of. Yeah. Um, but what we're saying is, y'all should think about him way more. Yep. He's more yep. than just the UPS guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, moving on. This is an interesting specialist. This is an example of somebody who do, does something very specific, very specific skill, very, very well. Um, now it's not necessarily speaking. It's a lot of effects. And he's been highlighted in several movies, such as Spaceballs, Police Academy, and 
the live read through of an Archer script where he did all of this background effect stuff live. And I'm talking about Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. Oh God. I, I thought I thought to myself, um, okay, is this D. Bradley Baker? Is this Michael Winslow? Is this Frank Welker? And again, COVID brain for me basically said, it can't it can't be it it, it can't be Michael Winslow. Sorry, <laughs> it can't be it can't be Michael Winslow. He's he can't be he he hasn't done all that much in the world work of voice acting but it can't be frank welker we already talked about him but it can't be d bradley baker we already talked about him <laughs> what the hell is going on that's what covid does to you kids that's what covid does to you what's even better is i gave like the prime examples oh yeah I know. <laughs> no no i know um and the next time that uh, we need to record one of these, dear God, I want to make sure I don't have COVID. Um, so Michael Winslow, yeah, he has not done a heck of a lot. You know him from his work primarily in uh, live action, doing those sound effects. And uh, <clears throat> everything he's been able to do, particularly in uh, Police Academy. But when you go through, if you want sound effects done and you want it done in a certain way um for like 35 years michael winslow was one of those guys you get alongside the aforementioned you know d bradley baker or frank welker <clears throat> and it shows at least his versatility as an actor to what he can and can't do um and that's really all i gotta say um, well, poor, poor Crabsworth coughs his lungs out. Um, I do want to say, if you haven't seen the live read of Archer. Oh, you need to. You need yeah, to. Yeah, it's, it is, um, there's this one point in it where they just start adding effects for him to do. And he is, like, he's yep. in his own personal sound booth. And he will. And he's layering them yep. live. It is amazing and it is so freaking hard to layer sound effects on top of side effects let me tell you yeah and he's doing it like instantly instant 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 it's just so brilliant to watch yeah. um some people might call me out and be like well he's more of a comedian and that's his yes, specialty blah 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 yes i he is. agree however it is so his stuff is based on all of this all of these things he can do with his voice. Yep. And not a lot of people can do that to that extent. No. And just off the cuff like that, which is why we're saying you need to see that live yeah, read. You, yeah, you, yeah, you need to see that. Because it's it's intense to, to watch and impressive. To, he, here's the thing, here's the thing. Um, I know for some people, you know, me being able to go into Cloris Feldman and then the chat and then the bread. Like to, to a lot of people, that is impressive. That is nothing compared to being inside of a booth and layering your own effects on top of each other. In the matter of seconds. And making a freaking jungle. Work. Yeah. In 10 seconds, 15? Like it was seconds that he did that. 
And what I thought was hilarious was the person who was narrating, because you have, um, when you do these, you have a narrator of the script who's talking about the action. Um, At the beginning, you can tell he thinks he's going to trip Michael Winslow up. And then there's a realization that, oh shit, he's just doing it. Like this... Yeah, and so it's it's beautiful to watch. It's absolutely beautiful to watch, I think. I don't know how oh, you yeah. felt about it. Nope. You you pretty well hit the nail right on the head there. Um, and it's outside of his live action work and outside of his comedy work, I think that performance is probably like pinnacle this is what he's capable of doing. And it's so cool to watch somebody just oh, yeah. be in their element like that. Um, Without a doubt. Yeah. So again, he he is a specialist because guess what? They had this table read. They wanted someone to come in to do effects. Who did they call in? Michael Winslow. So it's, he's your guy. He might not have done a lot, but he's your guy when you need this yep. stuff done. Without a doubt. Yep. Um, Moving on to our third and final person of of the specialists. So this is an example of a certain voice. Um, This person, you're probably going to think of them more from movies, but it's their voice in those movies that that steals the show. It is a distinct voice. It is probably one of the best if not the best voices of the century. Um, it is prolific. Prolific characters have have had this voice. And if you want this voice, you get this person. Hands down, this is the person that you get. And I am talking, of course, about James Earl Jones. Oh God, okay. So again, COVID brain was like, okay, it's either James Earl Jones or it's Morgan Freeman. I, I'm going to be honest. Thank God COVID brain got something right. Okay. Where to start with James Earl Jones? Oh, I know. I know. Hang on. He is uh, 90 something. And he's still doing what he's doing. So yep. he's 91. He's 91. And he's still doing what he's doing. And he's still got a hell of a lot of bass but um <clears throat> here here's something that uh you may not know and um certainly i didn't until i got to know got into the voice acting game and stuff like that james earl jones started off with a stutter mm-hmm. you know and, and mm-hmm. he was and he was almost mute for eight years of uh, his childhood. I'm thinking to myself, you got a freaking stutter, dude. How nuts is that, right? How, yeah, yeah. How, how nuts is that you go from probably some of the most iconic reads of all time uh, from a guy who's been mute for eight years. Anything can happen, guys. Anything can happen so long as you've got the confidence there and uh, you got everything. But yes, James Earl Jones, total specialist. Um, I've got a question more so for you um, <clears throat> before I go into my uh, memories of uh, James Earl Jones. Um, yes. 
Can you imagine Darth Vader without James Earl Jones' voice? You can't. Can you imagine Mufasa without James Earl Jones' voice? You can't. I, I'm I'm going to go off of those two, um, simply because I, I remember hearing these, this story for Star Wars Episode Four that I want to pose to you, is that um, who was the suit actor for Darth Vader? Was it David Prowse? Yeah. I think I think it was. Anyway, mm-hmm. they had they had him doing the voice of Darth Vader at the very beginning, and Lucas found it so unfitting that he's like, "No, no, just just do the body movements from now on, please. We we can't we we can't we can't do this." Um, and they went out and got James Earl Jones, a man a man who was known for this deep bass and, and powerful as all hell voice. Um. If you want something that is both sincere and ominous and intimidating as all hell, you go get James Earl Jones because he has got the acting chops to back up the uh, God-given talent that is his voice. Um, True story, one of the first times... Completely agree. Completely agree with that. True story, one of the first times I watched Star Wars, it was like, I I was like seven. Okay, and uh, you know, you hear Darth Vader for the first time, and uh, I can remember going, Mufasa, what the hell? Just, just, and you know, and within an hour, James Earl Jones was able to separate (coughs) for young childhood me, who was able to pick out these voices and forever link them to characters. He was able to separate out. Mufasa from Darth Vader just because his tone is different his cadence is different, the voice is the same, but James Earl Jones has the talent to make you hate it and love it at the same time it's it's so so good, it's um for and the fact is um, Darth Vader he's he's gotten to do the voice for quite a bit and in the Obi show, I loved the fact that in the last episode, sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, in the last episode, um, the the mask gets broken and they layered in the Darth James Vader Jones and Hayden Christensen together. And I was like, this is so well done. So kudos to the sound mixer there too. Yep. But it's, it's so like... Ah, and I don't think that we would think of uh, Darth Vader as being so cool without that voice. Oh God, no! Like the, the voice is just the piece de resistance. The... Yeah. Like I, I can't picture any other voice coming out of that mask, and I'm sure Nathan's the the yeah. exact same way. Oh yeah, no, no, you you can't. Um, okay, so. Uh, I'm going to end my discussion on James Earl Jones because it, it's James Earl Jones. Everything, every voice that he does is the same, but you know why? It is that damn voice, and it is that damn skill. Uh, and that is um, the live-action Lion King. Has anybody seen it? The thing that's not really live-action because they just use 3D animation techniques. It looks very beautiful, but it's very soulless. And James Earl Jones is there, and he's half-assing it. <laughs> and 
But we and don't yet, care. And yet it's it is still the it is still the it, yeah, it's still the same iconic voice. It's just James Earl Jones going, yeah, whatever, let's, let's do this. Uh, uh, remember who you are, Simba. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he said the thing. Uh, okay, so that movie just shows to be what a pity little bitch Nathan Lane could be. And, and I love Nathan <laughs> Lane's performances, but if you go, but if you watch, um, the late night interviews around the time that the movie was coming out. Um, you know, they, they, they said, um, you know, were you ever approached to reprise your role? And he, he basically says something along the lines of, unless you're James Earl Jones, you wouldn't approach for anything, man. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, God, you petty little bitch. I love you. He's Nathan Lane can do it though. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, exactly. He, he's a he's a petty little bitch. And I love it to death because, yeah, why not get him a paycheck? Why not? Yeah. Um, but no, James Earl Jones, uh, fantastic voice. That's all I can say. Yeah, just, and that's why we have yeah. him as a specialist. Because if you want that voice, yeah, there's I, only one guy who has it. Yeah. There's only, <laughs> and there's only one guy who can make it. And any time that you try to use somebody else in the role of Mufasa, it just doesn't work. Shout out to you, Lion Guard. You are a wonderful te- kids' television show that is a spit in the face to James Earl Jones. <laughs> except for the, except for like the premiere where you went out and got him. But 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 yeah, sh- shout out to you, Lion Guard. Sh- shout out to you. Oh my God. Talking what, about did, a petty bitch. Did, did, did I did I just offend the four-year-olds who are watching right now? I am the, sorry. The, the coot the 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 many, many four-year-olds who, yes. who listen to this. Okay. Now 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 listen to me. Listen to me very carefully, okay? Push for authenticity in your voices. Don't get somebody in there to just do it because the originals can make it sound so much better. Okay, are you guys happy that Pumbaa's in the Lion Guard? I am happy that Pumbaa's in the Lion Guard. That is a voice you should push for. Do not accept Seth Rogen. Okay? This accept is this perfection. Is... Accept authenticity above nothing else. Yeah. I I think I have a personal bias against Seth Rogen cuz I'm just like if I have to listen to a 40 plus year old stoner one more time, one more time. Oh my God. But that's my own personal bias. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Clearly, clearly I just need to go out and get some shiz. Oh my God, you do too. Shiz. Shiz, there's actually actually a beautiful spot down here it's called words oh and i can get some shiz yes you can get some shiz it's a custom shiz mickey place oh my god custom shiz oh my god yeah oh my god how many custom shiz oh god i i don't even know they got like they got like 70 styles they order stuff in uh exactly oh for god. you and your fate like like real swanky oh my god oh my swanky god. shiz yeah 
And on that note, <laughs> on the, we, we go from James Earl Jones to swanky ass shoes. You picked a damn good podcast to listen to. Yeah, you did. Um, on that note, this is a shorter one, but we figured we'd be nice because the last one was like a, it was an a, hour and a half long. It was a, basically we we made a narrated movie. Um, <laughs> It was long and unexpectedly so. Well, you picked like 20 women. Have to go and give them all the respect. <laughs> I just thought it would be like a funny thing. Uh, it's, it's ladies that I'm going to pick 20 women. Why is it now and a half long? <laughs> uh, Heads up to everybody, uh, we revamped our website. Mm-hmm. So if you go to yeah. And also, if you go to www.deathpixie.ca, well, I don't know what the hell you'll find, but uh, <laughs> check it out. Let us know. Yeah, um, please. Yeah, so, so if you go there, you can see um, everyone who's part of us, part of like what we are and or associated with us yeah all of that fun stuff all the projects yeah. we have going on because actually actually i believe uh you can uh you know this guy eli gets credit on there and uh yeah quite frankly if you're looking for a specialist this guy eli honestly clearly um, but what you'll notice is we have a services tab. So yes, you can indeed hire us um, for uh, your weird needs. <laughs> like you want a janky ass commercial made in under 12 hours for your business? Heck yeah, we can do that. Do you only have a few measly dollars to hire Nathan over here to do voiceover work for your ringtone? Heck yeah, care. he'll take your money. I don't care, I'll do it. Do you want Mary to write like the smuttiest thing in two pages or less? Or hey, maybe you want a magnum opus of like over 25 pages. Totally. I will take your money and do that. And I will do my best job ever for you. So reach out, hire us to do things. Take a look. I'm not going to lie, but you know, to be honest, whether you uh, contribute to us or not, um, all, all this aside, I'm so happy that I get to come here and gush about voice actors and feel like a bag of crap while I do it and still feel like, um, you know, I'm having a good time. And if even one of you enjoys what you hear, listens to what you hear, and you get something out of it too, that's just gravy to me. So go ahead, keep keep your filthy money. Unless you want to give it up. I mean that from the bottom of my gold black little heart. And on that right. note, uh, it is always free to uh, give us five stars and, yep. and give us glowing reviews. That's always free and it's always appreciated. Uh, sharing, commenting, whatever you want to do. Thank you so much. We love all of you, but just know Jerry in Kazakhstan, we love him the most. It's we do true. have a favorite. It's so true. shout out to Jerry. Uh, Thank you so much. See you back here. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye-bye. Except we don't shoot at the same time. We we shoot this when we feel like shooting it. So we don't don't see you. But you guys, you get this released weekly at the same time. So for you guys, it'll be same bad time, (laughs) same bad channel. For us, it'll be 
different time, but possibly same bat channel. I don't know whose term it, turn it is to pay the Zoom. I don't really care. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Say bye. Bye. <laughs>